So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Einstein mindset and why you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. All right, so I have a confession to make. I can't stand following the herd because if I do, then the best that I can be is average. And I have zero interest in average. I want remarkable. And the only way to do that is to think different. So I'm studying game changers, trailblazers, rule breakers, awesome makers, and those crazy ones who are looking to change the world and sharing what I've learned so you can make remarkable happen in your life. My name is Dean Dwyer, and this is The Mindset Show. Hey, how are you doing? Dean Dwyer. I am the host of The Mindset Show. I'm also creator of the website, mentalstuffing.com. Mindsets for game changers. If you're not on that email list, you may want to head over there and get on there because there's all kinds of mindset goodness that quite literally will change your life. So uh, I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited and I'm nervous because honestly, this probably should have been the first episode that I did. Uh, because in today's episode, I'm actually going to explain the, there's a model around mindset, how it works, uh, that I've been working on for probably the last two or three years. Um, the reason it wasn't the first episode was I didn't know how to, to explain it or I, I, the story that would connect to it. And the stars kind of aligned this week, and I thought, I think I can actually do this episode now. So as I said, I'm excited because this is sort of the foundation of the whole mindset movement. I mean, this once you understand this, then every other episode that I do connects back to this model that I'm going to be sharing today. So I'm going to I'm going to dive right into that. Uh, before I do that, I did want to tell you if um, if at any point during the show um, you hear a thud, that's me falling over because I am just coming out of my 16 hour fast. So I have recently adopted intermittent fasting on a more serious level. I was sort of kind of doing it for about two years, but but not really doing it the way it should be done. Um, I've gone all in. And I do a 16-hour fast followed by an eight-hour eating window. I'm almost actually at the end of my 16 hours right now, but I thought I'll do the, I'll do the podcast before I actually break my fast just because I won't have the same amount of energy that I, I'm always less energetic after a meal than I am before. So it is possible that I could fall over um, right onto my face because I'm that hungry. But hopefully that will not happen. So, um, yeah. So, listen, I mentioned that um, today's episode is the Einstein mindset. And it's actually inspired by an Einstein quote that I read maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. But I saw the quote again the other day. I'm actually reading a book right now, which I really like. It's called uh, Turn the Ship Around. And it's by L. David Marquette. Uh, The subtitle is A True Story of Turning Leaders into Followers. I love stories like that, not because I'm looking to be a ship captain, but because within those stories, there is mindset gold and those kinds of things. So I'm always reading those things to pull the mindsets out that I can then use in my own life and then share them on this show and in products and courses and stuff like that that I create. So anyhow, uh, in the introduction, which was done, uh, the introduction of that book, which was done by Stephen Covey, he had uh, shared uh, a quote by Einstein, which I have 
as I mentioned, I saw it maybe 15 or 20 years ago. And without question, the number one thing that I have discovered that just had the greatest impact on my life. That was poorly worded, but it's the greatest thing that I've ever come across, this idea. Like this this my idea blew my mind. So I'll read the quote to you. Um, if you've listened to this show before, you know I'm a terrible reader, so uh, we'll hopefully I'll get through this. It's just a short quote. Hopefully I'll get through this without stumbling and bumbling my way through. But here is the Einstein quote. The significant problems we face cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we created them. I love that quote. And I remember when I first came across it, I remember thinking like, this is such a profound insight. But there was a problem. I understood the concept intellectually, but I didn't know how to actually make it work in my life. And so it literally, I have carried that quote around with me for at least, at least I would say 10 or 15 years. Knowing that it was profound, but not knowing how to actually put it into action so that it could change my life. And it's only been recently that with my commitment to doing this mindset stuff, that it all finally came together. And so the first thing that I wanted to do was, I love that quote, but I feel like it's a bit of a mouthful uh, for people. And so I'm actually going to reword it Dean Dwyer style so that it's a little easier to remember and comprehend. And and so here's the new mindset, which I introduced at the beginning of the show. You can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. That's essentially what, what, what Einstein is talking about. You can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. So as I said, I have never known though what to do with that. I, I knew it's profound. I know I knew that it could have massive change in my life. I didn't know how to apply the idea. And so nothing happened. So one of my biggest frustrations when it comes to mindset is that everyone keeps saying that mindset is important, but they do nothing to take this invisible concept, this intangible idea and make it visible, make it tangible so we can see it. Because when you can see it, you can learn it. And when you can learn it, you can master it. But if you can't see it, if it's just this nebulous idea, then there is no way that you can actually learn it. And there's definitely no way that you can master it. It's sort of like telling someone that reading and writing is really important, but you never actually show them what the alphabet looks like. So I've spent the last two or three years really sort of trying to understand, for me personally, um, how I could create a model about mindset that would help me begin to transform my own behaviors. And I have figured that out, and I want to share that with you in today's show. But before I do that, I'm going to share a story with you. And then once I'm done the story, I am then going to share the model, the mindset model that I've created with you. Uh, I'm going to explain that to you. And then I'm going to come back to the story that I shared, and I'm going to show you how it fits within the model. The story is called The Lightweight Actor. So this story is, I first read this story back in 1999 from, there's a lot of firsts today. This book is the, remember I mentioned last week that uh, one of the books I mentioned in last week's show is in my top five. Um, 
This is my number one book of all time. This is a book that I probably reread about four or five times. I continue to revisit it. This is another book. It's kind of like the quote. I know the book is profound, and I'm still trying to figure out, 20 years later, trying to figure out how to put the ideas into play. Uh, the book is called The Last Word on Power, and it's by Tracy Goss, G-O-S-S. I think it's an amazing book. I said it's a, it's a hard book for me to comprehend because I understand the ideas intellectually, but I haven't been able to wrap my mind around them uh, in a whole bunch of other aspects so that I could actually use it. So I always keep coming back to it. And I'm, as I get older and I get wiser, I am getting better at understanding these, these profound concepts that she's talking about. But in this book, she shares the story about an actor. So just a little bit of uh, background on Tracy Goss. She lived in L.A. She was working uh, essentially with actors, actresses, writers, directors, so anybody in Hollywood, and teaching them essentially and coaching them on how to create these impossible futures for themselves. So like if they wanted to sell a screenplay, then like her coaching was all about, you know, how do you make this impossible thing happen? And she was working with an actor who had come to her because he wanted to have a lead in his own TV series. And he had gotten tons of TV roles, but they were all in supporting roles. You know, he was looking to try and land a gig, you know, where he was the lead in a television show. So she uh, she decided to go out on auditions with him so that she could learn a little bit more about, you know, what was going on and and why he wasn't, you know, he was never considered for lead roles. So she went out on a on a on a series of the, of his auditions with him and then she followed up with the casting agents to talk to them about why he didn't get the job. And she got the answer so she comes back their next coaching coaching session. She says, "Hey, great news. I know exactly why you're not getting these roles. And he's like, awesome. Like, why am I not getting these things? And she said, because they don't think you have any talent. They think you're a lightweight. And she was like, this is fantastic news. He's like, what are you talking about? You've just told me that the people who are most important in my industry don't think I can act. Like my career is over. And this is where the brilliance of what it is that Tracy Goss does and what she was doing in this book, where this all came into play. she And she said to him, you know, you're looking at this all wrong. She said, the way that you are doing this right now is you are going into every audition and you are trying to sell your acting talent. And she said, what I'm going to suggest you do is forget about your acting talent. In fact, you already know that they don't think you're a great actor. So forget about that. Don't sell your acting talent. Instead, go into auditions and sell your personality. So it took him some time to kind of wrap his head around, you know, what she had just told him, right? That, you know, he was obviously initially devastated by the fact that the people who who mattered most in his industry did not think that he was a very good actor. But the more he thought about it, he realized that there, there was there was merit to the idea of trying to sell his personality. So essentially for him, what that meant was, you know, go into your auditions and and be more be more charming, be more likable, be more curious, be funnier, like sell them on your personality and just let your acting talent do its thing. But the thing that you're going to focus on is selling your personality. And so he spent the next few months really sort of honing in and practicing what that meant 
and and sort of honing all the skills that would make him better at selling his personality. And what he started to see happening was he started getting more prominent roles. And then within a year, he actually ended up booking a lead in a TV series that ran for quite a while. And he then ended up becoming a great big movie star and is now a household name. I love that story. I read that story 20 years ago. I've never forgotten it. I have always been looking for a way to incorporate that into what, you know, the work that I'm doing. And I've finally been able to figure out a place where it fits. But I just absolutely love the story. Just as a quick aside, she does not mention who the actor is. I don't know who it is either. I have a guess who I think it might be, uh, but I, I, I don't know who it is. But it's a... Uh, uh, it's a wonderful story. And the thing that I love most about it, this is all about a mindset shift. Actually, in fact, it's not even a mindset shift. It's a mindset flip. She flipped his mindset completely. But let me, I'm going to come back. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to break that story down. But now what I want to do, and this is the hard part, is I want to explain to you my mindset model. And I've actually given it a name. It's called the Einstein Mindset Model. E.M. squared for the man who has inspired it. So here's what I want you to think about. You have, think of, you've got a, a blank sheet of paper, eight and a half by 11, and it's sitting on your table um, in landscape mode. First thing that I want you to, to do is to fold it in half lengthwise and then unfold it and then fold it in half widthwise and then unfold it. And so what you're now going to have is you've got a sheet of paper that's evenly divided into four equal rectangles. Now, where the two lines, the two creases meet, that is the center of your page. And at the center of that page, you're going to draw a small circle around that. And then around that circle, you're going to draw another circle. And around that circle, you're going to draw a third circle. So what you have are three concentric circles that are sitting right in the middle of the page. And then where the creases were, you're just going to draw lines. You're going to draw lines from the outer circle, from the third circle. You're going to draw a line and divide that into visible four quarters. So hopefully that, hopefully that makes sense. I said this, is, this was the part that I really wasn't too uh, excited about because this is a difficult concept to explain. But you've got three circles, concentric circles, and then four quadrants that surround those circles. The inner circle is mindset, right? So how you think about something then shapes what the second circle represents, which is behavior. How you think about something represents how you behave. And how you behave determines what's in the third circle, which is the outcomes. And those three together, they act like a magnet. When you change your mindset, that will automatically begin to change how you behave, which then changes the outcomes you produce. And those three together, they act like a bundle that act as a magnet that begin to attract, and this is where the four quadrants come in. In quadrant number one, which would be the upper right, when you change your mindset, you begin to attract a different type of person into your life. In the bottom right-hand quadrant is ideas. Again, when you change your mindset, which changes your behaviors and the outcomes, you begin to attract different ideas. Ideas that were previously 
unthinkable with your old mindset. And when I say unthinkable, I don't mean as in like uh, terrible ideas. I mean that you literally did not have the ability to think of these ideas because of the mindset that you once had. In the third quadrant, bottom left, um, is opportunities. You begin to attract different and new opportunities that didn't exist previously. And then in the fourth one, the fourth quadrant, which is the upper left, uh, resources. And resources can be... Uh, when again, can be books, articles, movies, resources can be money, they can be all sorts of, uh, of things that, that begin to come back your way as a result of changing your mindset. And by the way, if you go to today's post, uh, there will be a copy of it there. You can also download it so that you can, you can see it. This has been a game changer for me and it will continue to be a game changer. Everything in my life now that I'm looking to change runs through this model. Uh, it always starts with mindset. And just a quick aside to this, what's interesting about solutions that exist today is, is, is most, solu- see, most of us think that our, that we have a doing problem. So when we have a problem in our life, we, we purchase solutions that tell us these things to do. Um, and weight loss is a good example of this. Um, lots of people end up doing, you know, they want to lose weight. So they do these things, they lose weight, and then they, they end up right back where they once were. You want to know why that is? Because they didn't address mindset. They were trying to do their way out of a thinking problem. I'm going to go back to what Einstein quote, you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. So you can fool yourself for a while, but if you have not addressed your mindset and you're still using the same mindset you once had, nothing changes. So that's the model that I've created. So let me go back and walk you through the model using the story that I just told you about the actor. So his initial mindset was that when he went into meetings, auditions, sorry, when he went into auditions, he was selling his talent. He was just like everybody else. What I loved is what she said to him was, listen, let's, we're going to flip that mindset completely. So remove that mindset, and instead of selling your talent, now the mindset is sell your personality. So that's his mindset. Now, in the model, when you change your mindset, it changes your behaviors. So what he started doing over the next couple of months was honing the behaviors that would allow him to sell his personality, right? So if you're looking to be more likable, there are strategies that you can use that make you more appealing to people, more attractive to people. You know, genuine curiosity about other people, the ability to make people laugh, actually looking at people, actually listening to people. Like there are lots of behaviors that you can do to make yourself more likable so that you can in fact sell your personality. So the new mindset gave him a new set of behaviors that he was now working on. And then those behaviors begin to generate different outcomes. And in this case, by selling his personality, he started getting bigger and bigger roles. And eventually, eventually he landed a leading role. So let me just, I just want to, I want to walk through that again. So instead of selling his talent, He flipped his mindset and he was now going to sell his personality. And that changed the behaviors that he was now exhibiting. And from that, that then began to generate a different outcome. 
Now, I'm going to speculate on all, all the other on the other stuff because I don't know who this guy is. But remember, that all acts as a magnet. When you change your mindset, which automatically changes behaviors and outcomes, that acts as a magnet. If you're into the law of attraction, this explains the law of attraction. I have always believed in the law of attraction. And, and for me, the law of attraction is simply everything that's in my life is something that I've attracted because of who I am, good and bad. So this actor, as a result of changing his mindset, which changed his behaviors, that has now changed the outcomes that he's produced in his life, he is now going to be, again, attracting a different type of person into his life. As a result of this, he's going to have different ideas. Maybe he continues to build out this model in terms of selling his, his personality. Different opportunities, of course. Um, I mentioned earlier that you know he became a, a household name as a movie actor. So obviously, a ton of movie opportunities came his way. And then, of course, resources that come with that, uh, which would include money and, and a whole series of, of, of other things. So, what... Are your takeaways from today's episode? Well, the first one is this. Just noodle on the whole concept of the Einstein mindset. You can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. And then the second takeaway is to go the one step further, which is to then think about it in the context of the Einstein mindset model visualize like what that like what does that mean for you how could you use that in your life is there a specific problem that comes to mind when you think about it or is there a specific success or is there a story that you could plug in that might help you better understand you know how this can be a vital tool in your toolkit moving forward and then the third thing um mindset is the root cause of all our failures and all our successes. Um, and when you understand that, you now have a tool in place where you can literally transform any behavior that has gotten the better of you for the last few months, the last few years, maybe even the last few decades. I'm telling you, it's that powerful. So that was the Einstein mindset. You can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. So start looking for new mindsets that you can substitute for those old ones so that you can eliminate your problems for good. So that is it for today's episode. But before you go, let me leave you with two things. First, what's the one big thing you took from this show? It could be something I said, but it could also be something completely unrelated that bubbled to the surface while listening. Don't ignore your thoughts. If they clawed their way to the surface of your gray matter, then it means they're important. Acknowledge them, honor them, and act on them if possible. Second, would you consider leaving a review? If so, here's my offer. Copy your iTunes review and send it to me via email with the subject line, my iTunes review. And in return, I'm going to send you a thank you audio, which will include me reading your review out loud with my authentic real-time response of how your words have impacted me. I don't know about you, but I think that's going to be awesome. Anyhow, that's it, my friend. I have to bounce. (laughs) Listen to me trying to be one of the cool kids. Have a great rest of today. And remember, you're just one mindset away from a bigger, more awesome future. 
I'm Dean DeWire, and you were listening to The Mindset Show.